This is Marketing Management Money. I am Ryan Murray, and I am here with my co-host, Ryan Owens, the one, the only, the fabulous. We are going to talk today about your relationships. Cue awkward 70s music. <laughs> right. That's what I was waiting for. It's I just, know. Hold yeah. on. I'll get something here. Yeah, pull something up. Hey, if you uh, if you caught the episode last time, uh, the last episode that we did on branding, toward the end of that episode, I gave this uh, this little story about my brother, how it uh, he got uh, rejected seven times in a row before he finally got someone to say yes to him at the senior prom, and he ended up marrying that girl. They have uh, four beautiful children, and. Uh, you know, it's kind of that uh, cute, happily ever after. But uh, it, it it got me thinking about relationships and the impact that relationships are going to have on your business. Because whether you like it or not, a huge success factor is your relationships. Oh, yeah, for sure. And there's every type of relationship under the sun out there. And oh yeah. Some people are making them work. Some people are making a flop out of them. For and, sure. And we're going to talk about that. So I've shared this story on our podcast before, but I'm going to, I'm going to reiterate it because I feel like it really drives this point home. Okay. So, so both my wife and I are ultimately entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I feel like that about myself, but yet somehow I find myself constantly <laughs> in the entrepreneurship realm. Uh, right. So anyway, we're, I, we don't get a lot of time together because she's often, you know, with, with her clients or, or building her business or, or, you know, building herself or whatever. And then I'm flopping around in this space, trying to fake, trying to make something work. Right. I'm picturing this fish on dry ground. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so we don't get a lot of time together because entrepreneurship is, it takes a lot, right? Yes. Uh, so anyway, we are, we're on our way down to see a local comedian for a date night that we rarely get. Right. Uh So as we're driving down, we're talking about this exact thing. Like how in the world do people who are in a relationship and are both entrepreneurs, how do they make it work? Like, how do they find time to spend with one another? Because oftentimes I feel like I go and I talk to my spouse and it's like, I'm talking to this person that it's like I'm catching up with, right? An old friend that I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, what have you been doing? How how the crap are you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's my wife. I'm supposed to be in touch with her and, you know, involved in her life and and supporting her. And it's and so how in the world do you do all those things, right? We're having this conversation and we ended up meeting uh, another couple at this uh at this event, and they actually host a, uh, it's, it's a support group for spouses of entrepreneurs <laughs> that they actually ended up doing, uh, instead of AA it's EA. Yeah, basically. Right. Okay. No, it would be spouses of entrepreneurs, anonymous, anonymous spouses of entrepreneurs. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> ASE. <laughs> so, uh, but they ended up moving kind of into this realm of, of supporting or of a support group for couples or people who are involved in a relationship and we're both entrepreneurs and how, you know, how do they like tips and tricks, things that work, things that don't work. And it's like this support group for, 
uh, all things entrepreneurship and relationships. And I thought that was such a cool thing because I feel like it's so needed. It's like, this is going to be a huge tangent, but I swear on my life it applies. <laughs> it's like when you have kids it's like, nobody told me how to do this. There isn't a manual. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just winging it and hoping it works. Right. Uh -huh. Hoping they don't turn out like little dirt bags. <laughs> I had to filter like through three different <laughs> phrases before I landed on that one. I was like, yeah, it's appropriate for the show. <laughs> yeah. I have kids. They are dirt bags. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and, None of us do. Right. And so you find yourself in this relationship, especially in a relationship. I mean, nobody knows what to do in relationships anyway. We're just right. winging it. Right. Any psychologist, whatever. They're like, yeah, do this. How many times have you been divorced, man? Think of that same thing. So, I mean, it's the same thing. So you come in this support group, but it's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna wing this, but we're gonna wing it together. We're gonna try to figure this thing out together. And, and uh, honestly, uh, entrepreneurship for a lot of relationships is too much. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like if if you were expecting that at some point in the show we were gonna be like, okay. Let me tell you how to make it work. No. Yeah, no. we don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're just going to talk about some, you know, some real issues that are out there, some things that we've seen. And yeah. uh, maybe that'll click something in your mind. And I, I hope you can pull it together. But I, I was thinking when you're talking about, you know, um, just like marriage counselors, I'm like, I would hate to be a marriage counselor because then, you know, it, unless my marriage was just perfect golden yeah. yeah do you guys like no no we've we've never had a fight right dear right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah not believable let's what was that what was that episode about branding and trust <laughs> right so um, one thing that is a guarantee uh entrepreneurship will put added stress in your relationship. Oh yeah. Guaranteed. For sure. And so that's the first thing that I want to talk about, man, when I was doing business consulting and I'd have people come in, it blew my mind. How many people would come in and they're just like, um, I just lost my job. I'm going through a divorce and I want to start a business. Yeah. Now's not the Don't. time. Don't. I, yeah, I, I have one bit of advice for you, and that is don't. Yeah. Get your life in order first because anything that is stressful in your life is now under a magnifying glass. Yeah. And and so, you know. Well, and 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 it's easy to I can I just picture our listeners being like, Well, yeah, but I know this guy. And it's easy to see that like shining star of, you know, for example, so Simon Sinek, he's have multiple books on yeah he's an author he's uh, finding uh, yourself and you know he, he's the, the uh, author of the book start with why and leaders eat last. presenter yeah yeah uh phenomenal phenomenally intelligent dude yeah. right just a great presenter author you know yeah. guru we're gonna call him a guru right and the way that he landed in the spot that i mean i'm gonna paraphrase here, but the way that he ended up landing in the spot that he's in is he was really, really frustrated in his career and everything he was doing. And he kind of hit this all time low in his life and was like, I'm not doing my job. I'm not, I, you know, I don't want to do that crap anymore. Mm -hmm. And he was 
looking at like, what, what do I want to do? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And that's how he came up with the concepts of, you know, that you see and start with why. And that's what sparked all this research and, and investigation into why do we do the things we do in business and as employees and as small business owners and things like that, you know? And so that really gave rise to his whole career and everything that he flourishes in now, but that's like one in a billion, right? right? For the average Joe that's like just got divorced and lost his job and, and whatever else just crashed his car. I don't know all the bad things. It's not the time. (laughs) <laughs> you know? Right. Well, and so, so, so that's one thing that I, I really want to stress is to all of our listeners, regardless of what stage of entrepreneurship you're at, if you're considering jumping in, if you're right in that startup phase, if you've been doing this for 35 years, you know, look at the, uh, the stress that it's going to put on, you know, on your, uh, you know, your, uh, your marriage, the stress is going to put on your family, you know, your kids, on um, your finances, on your finances. Yeah. It's not, it's not an easy ride. Yeah. And, you know, and so what resources do you have available to allocate toward this thing? Mm-hmm. I kind of half envy those people who jump into, uh, you know, entrepreneurship before they get into a serious relationship. And I'm like, huh, how would that be to be able to just like focus on the business and not have to juggle all of these, you know, relationship balls up in the air and, yeah. you know, and, and so it's like the, it's like the guy that he lands this super high paying job before he's married and has kids or in a in relationship and has kids and all these added expenses of life. And he's like rocking this brand new car and huge house and, and whatever, because he can afford those things because he's not paying for little league and freaking uniforms and <laughs> diapers and baby food and child piano care. lessons and yeah. Daycare. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Am I resentful? Maybe. <laughs> but but yeah, as as you introduce relationships into your life and you try and introduce business into your life. See, here's the other thing is, you know, entrepreneurs need to be risk takers. But, you know, that flies in the face of family. Stable family life. Yeah, you know. And and here's the other one. Okay, so there, there's still this, uh, this stereotype that, you know, the guy's the entrepreneur and the, you know, and the, and the woman stays home and she takes care of the kids and takes care of the family. Well, what happens when you have a super successful woman who runs a very successful, you know, business yeah. and, and what does that do for the family life, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I know several, you know, several couples that make that relationship work really well, where the woman is actually the one who is running the business and running a very successful business. Uh, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. female entrepreneurship is on the rise relative to male entrepreneurship. And so we're going to see that trend continue and continue and continue. And, you know, and so, so it's this thing of, okay, the more you add into your life, the more you're having to juggle and and try and figure out, um, you know, and then what does it do to the growth of your business? Because a lot of times 
when you're trying to grow a business, it's demanding. It's demanding on your time. It's demanding on your energy. It's demanding on, you know, where your focus is going to be. Mm-hmm. And, 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 that's, and that's tough. And I've seen, see, this one kind of breaks my heart. I, I disagree with this one, but I've seen, you know, the adult children of successful entrepreneurs who like they're, they're worthless to society. They, <laughs> they never were given like, yeah, they, 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 they got all the, the monetary support, but they never got any emotional or psychological, yeah, psychological support. And so they grew up into big bodies, but they're still these little kids because yeah, you know, they're completely stunted by the lack of parenting yeah, that was available. You, you know? know, and 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 so so I've seen that. I'm just like, dude, if you're gonna bring children into the world, like you need to take care of those children. They didn't ask you to bring them here; you brought them here, so you need to take care of them <laughs> for sure. And so I don't know. I, sorry, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of right. going yeah. off a little bit, but, uh, but th- there is a lot to consider about, you know, what is it going to do on your relationship? Now, I want to talk about this for a second. Sure. And that is where you're making it work as an entrepreneur. You've got the support of a spouse, but it's clearly stressful, like. Do you keep pushing? Do you just keep saying, I mean, I know a lot of spouses that they stuck with their entrepreneur for decades, you know, constantly playing second fiddle and like their life was dedicated to just picking up the slack because that person was always building the business, always building the business. Yeah. And I don't know. I, you know, I'm asking the question, is that a good way to go about it? You know, is it... I, there are people out there that like it. There are people that sure. are just like, I don't want the limelight. I like being in the background and, you know, I'm perfectly content. This is a great lifestyle for me. And there are other people who are extremely resentful over that. They just feel like, you know, their chance was cheated and they never got to do what they wanted to do because it was always about the business. We're always yeah. trying to do the business. And, I, you know, I'm not here to say that one way is right and one way is wrong. And well, for sure, because every relationship is different. Personalities within relationships are different, and and businesses are different, right? And so, mm-hmm. any combination of these things can come together in in a litany of different ways. Mm-hmm. But there's no excuse for blatantly just taking advantage of of one aspect or another, mm-hmm. right? I mean. It's one thing to be like, hey, I can make this work. Or we agree on we're going to pursue this and it might be where it's, it's acceptable risk, right? right? Like it's a managed risk. But. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Right. It, it doesn't always work out like we're talking about, but, but oftentimes it does. But I mean, having that conversation and saying, you know, with your spouse or significant other and saying, okay, what is acceptable risk? To what level are you willing to take this? Yeah. And that can be, you know, risking, uh, you know, your financial situation. But honestly, the financial situation, who cares? It's money, right? Yeah. I mean, some people do, right? Well, and and it's, I mean, unless you're 65, 70 and you're throwing away your entire retirement, 
you can start up again. You know? uh, yeah, you can you can replace money, but you can't replace time. Yeah, you know when your kids are grown up, like yeah. you don't get to go back and be like, and you hey. can't you can't change experiences or emotions or feelings. Right? Yeah, yeah, and Ooh. so you know what what are the what are the risks that you're willing to take? Not the financial risk, but those emotional risks, those experiential risks. You know, the time risks. What are you willing to risk? And I've seen people, they get so enamored by this idea of entrepreneurship that they're just like, oh, you know, I just, I, w- I want to own my own business. I want to be my own boss. And I see them jump into these crap businesses. And I'm sorry. Oh, you yeah. Know? I mean, I'm coming off harsh right now. But really think about what is it that you want to be doing do you really want to be running a 24-7 convenience store and you're the person at the front counter? It's like While ignoring your wife and kids? Yeah. Hire a, a college kid to come and work that convenience store. Yeah. You don't need to be the – but they're so just enamored by, oh, yeah, that's my business. I'm like, guess what? People really aren't that proud of your business because, you know, like it's as big of a disaster as your life is. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Just going to call it like it is. Dang. Oh, man. Oh. That, was, that was harsh. I know. Ouch. <laughs> that, that's that's so, the attitude that comes from <laughs> decades or decades, years and years of business consulting. It, 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 was, a, it was a solid decade of, yeah. uh, of business consulting. And I did. I saw a lot of people that they were sinking a life into a sunk ship. Oh, yeah. Something that... And, I, from an outside perspective, you look at it and you're like, that is not worth it, man. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. But I don't, I don't know. That's hard to say because it's like it, what's worth it to you might not be worth it to somebody else. But but here's the thing. It's a question of how proud are you of your business and what elements of it make you proud? Sure. And that was one thing that there were a lot of entrepreneurs that missed that boat. Like they did not understand that, you know, at the end of the day, you needed to have respect with what you did. Because there are a couple businesses. I mean, I met with this one guy. I met with him one time and it was pretty harsh. So he comes in and uh, he, uh, he, he wanted to do an adult novelty shop. And so we're going through and we're talking about it. I'm just like, oh, I'm so glad that I'm working with you right now. Right. And um, as he's talking, it comes out and he says, he's like, what if I do like a smoke shop? And I'm like, well, what do you want to do? And he says, and he's like, I don't care. I just want the money. And like this guy was purposefully digging in every, you know, just sewer that he could because he's like, oh, I, I don't have standards. I don't care. It's just got to be lucrative. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm like, you know, and and honestly, there are people who like to them, that's part of the entertainment industry. And they're, and, and they're proud of it. And they're just like, look, I want people's relationship to be happier. And so I'm going to, you know, sell novelty items so that they can have a more fulfilled relationship. That I have respect for. But when a guy is just sitting there and he's like... I don't care. I'm just trying to make money off of this. Right. And, you know, I couldn't work with him after that. I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I referred him out to some other sources. I'm like, here, try these things. And, but, but, you know, have, have some, some passion 
in your business, have some respect for what you do. Yeah. And so that totally reminds me, this is random and probably not relevant, but <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, the movie inception. Have you ever seen that movie? I have. Yeah. Came out in like, I don't know. First half was amazing. 2010. Something I like think. that. Yeah. First half was amazing. I hated the second half of that movie. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, yeah. I love that movie. Okay. It's a good one. I, I just, there were moments of it that were super philosophical and I loved that. There's a line in there and, and I'm going to try really hard not to slaughter it, but it's right at the end of the movie. And he talks about, um, are, are you an old man filled with regret waiting to die alone? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think that that's kind of what we're ultimately trying to get at. Right. Is like, before you even set out on this venture, you have to consider the possibilities of where this might take you, especially if you have a spouse or a significant other and, and children involved. And it's like, do you, what are you willing to sacrifice? What's the risk here? Are you willing to throw away all your morals and values for a, a dollar or a dime? Are you willing to throw away all that time with your wife and kids for a successful business? You know, what, what does that mean to you? And, and everybody gets to answer those questions on their own. Right. Mm -hmm. But you have to look at the possibilities of where that might lead you. If you dedicate all your time and patience and energy and resources into this business, and then all of a sudden, you know, 20, 30 years down the road, you look back and you're like, Whoa, not, not worth what the trade-off was. Right. You know, that's something you, you've, you've got to consider up front. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, so, uh, my, my oldest, he's 15 right now. Okay. And so, you know, he's into those teenage years and I look at his priorities and as a parent and you look at a teenager and you're just like, Oh, can't you see that this is not the choice that you want to make? Yeah. They can't because they haven't gained that experience. And the same thing with entrepreneurs is, you know, when you look at the relationships that you have as an entrepreneur and it's like, oh, can't you see that you're giving up an amazing relationship for a business that's really not going to take you where you want to go? Yeah. And they can't because they don't have that experience. And so I guess one of the things that I want to throw out there is I want to, you know, ask our listeners as you're listening to this and just say, okay, why are you doing your business and have you lost track of what you're really going after because you've been caught up in the day-to-day of the business? And this happens to all of us. But it's oh, a yeah. question of, you know, how far off track and how quickly can we get back on track? Because, you know, there are times where we're doing it for the wrong reasons. We might have started doing it for the right reasons, but we're going to get off track. We're going to start doing it for the wrong reasons. And it's like, no, pull yourself back in. If you set out to really make your community a better place – then stick with that. Make your community a better place. Don't treat your employees like crap to try and make more money so that you can give it out to the community and get all this praise and recognition, but you're really not helping the people that work for you. Like that that's losing track of what you're all about. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, that's one that I mean, I know people that they give out tens of thousands of dollars, but they won't pay fair wages. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, guess what? Cut back, make the, you know, make, make the soccer team do a fundraiser on their own so that they have to buy their own jerseys and take that money and, you know, 
pay your employees what they're worth. Take care of your employees first. They're the ones making it happen. Yeah. And oh, I, this is just this is an episode where I get to vent all of the frustrations <laughs> that I've seen. Yeah. I'm right? sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. I think it's been awesome. I mean, the key takeaway here is take a beat, take a good hard look in the mirror and kind of come back to your roots if you if you've strayed from that, right? Mm. Take a look at why you're doing what you're doing. And make sure that whatever risk is involved, you're managing that risk and the direction that you're headed is, is clear and that you are on the path that you want to be on, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that is, that's going to be, it's going to look super different for anybody that dives into this. Right. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully you were able to enjoy our ramblings as, <laughs> as two old men. waiting to dialogue. You're not old. That's the (laughs) second episode where you're just like, I'm so old. Dude, I have so much gray hair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Both of them. Growing out of weird places. Enough said. Getting long eyebrows. Weird stuff like that. (laughs) Time to end the episode. (laughs) All right. Take care, guys. We'll see see you next next time. time. Take control of your business today. Go to learndesk.us and search marketing management and money for the small business insights you've always wanted. Be sure to stay tuned for new episodes on the first and third Wednesdays of every month and make sure to subscribe to be notified when we release bonus content such as interviews and short discussions.